Hey guys, welcome. It's Behind the Bunker. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Fago and the new delicious firework flavor. Thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, as always, I have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in tonight to a beautiful Behind the Bunker. I'm having computer and keyboard issues. I will watch live or do something somehow, but hopefully yeah, I'll be around. But until then, it's Garbage Night in Canada, and I'll talk to you soon. And nice to see Jason Smith in the YouTube chat. He says, good evening, Behind the Bunker, ready to waste one hour of my life. I will never get back. You know what? Let's keep it to 55 minutes. We'll save you a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, with us also is uh, Gavin Sharma. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. I am back in studio and very excited to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's going to be a great show. I promise you that. Uh, we came off a weekend of great paintball, and we hope you did too. Uh, so if you are so inclined, make sure you hit that like and share button and tag a friend or three so they know what's going on tonight. It's Behind the Bunker 805-ish. Thanks for strapping in. Strap it in and strap it on, ladies and gentlemen. we got lots to uh, get to on tonight's program. Um... Yeah, we were hot off the weekend. We were playing uh, the Wasaga Beach big game. That was fun. We're all a little on the tired side, but uh, we will soldier on like any good paintball podcast. Uh, tonight, we're going to finish up the last week's topic, which is what is your favorite controversial topic? And I still have pages of uh, things that uh, we'd like to chat with you guys about. And I uh, see all you guys logging in. See Logan Bernard from California, John Jones. Uh, he's from over on the other side of the pond. Callista. George, nice to see you. Dan and Brian, Bond Chick, all you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to give a little tribute to the guys in the studio real quick. Uh, this picture was taken. When? You want like an exact year? Give me a, yeah, give me, give me a rough time when you think it was. It's this room. <laughs> <laughs> so we were narrowing it down. Uh, um, let's go you can to... see the green room on the left. What year is this? Let's go 2018. 2018? 17. Fine, 17? I'll go 19, even though it's not right. August 10th, 2010. Really? Shut the front door. When did we leave the baby store? No way. Yeah, tw- it, that, it came up in my Facebook timeline. No, 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 it was posted no, no, on 2010. Not baby store. Uh, CrossFit gym underneath there. When did we leave that? So this was the first, this was the second incarnation of this studio. But yeah, that was 12 years ago. Wow. How can that be? We've only been on the air for... <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> for 10 years. Well, then how did it come up in 2010? I don't know. Huh. I don't think you know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't think I do either, now that I'm thinking about it. Holy 12, cow. 12 well, years no, later. Well, that's prior to our PTZ cameras. I can see that. We're still using a webcam. Uh, that's still when we're running Seb software. Seb, Seb, Seb. So this is easily seven years ago. How long have you been doing this nonsense? There's a Hydrodill flask right there. Yeah, that's old. Wow. Anyways, all right. Well, trivia went wrong. Sorry, guys. Sure did. What isn't wrong is uh, Fold a Gap. How can something wrong so feel so right? Make sure you guys check it out November 2022. And uh, that's at Command Command Decision War Games. Uh, Behind the Bunker is contemplating on going. This still is one of the best games of the year. You guys have to check it out. Go to foldagap.com for all the information. And who you choose, whatever side you choose, it doesn't matter. You're still going to have a good time. Um, Also, not a long time. If you guys are looking for some uh, games, have a look here. We have four that I would recommend. Check out uh, ASE. What is it? Action... 
uh, scenario, scenario events. events, action scenario events with our good friend Ryan Sexton. Uh, always puts on a great show. Best posters in the industry. Make sure you guys check some of his games out. Also, we have this. This is the uh, Worldwide Paintball Cancer Benefit. Com. Yes, that is a real domain. Uh, we have less than a month for it right now. So if you guys would like to register, go to that website. Maybe there's an event being held at a field near you. Paintball extravaganza. Extravaganza. Who knows anything about extravaganza? Oh, paintball extravaganza. A trade show for the paintball business owner. February 28th to March 2nd, 2023 at the Avante Palms Resort and Conference Center, Orlando, Florida. Paintball Extravaganza 2023 will be moving to Orlando, Florida, just 15 minutes from Disney. The Avante is extending the facility to um, event attendees for $109 a night and waiving the $14 resort fee to help accommodate attendees with vacation plans. The event rate will be extended to three days prior to the event and three days after the event. There's free shuttle from the Avante to tourist areas, including Disney. Um, to help with our planning, send your thoughts. Any thoughts would be appreciated. We understand your plans change, no commitment. So if you're thinking about perhaps going to Extravaganza, reach out to uh, the folks at Extravaganza and let them know your thoughts if you'll be attending and how many people you might be attending just so they can plan. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Should be good. It's not Memphis. It's not anywhere. It's back in Florida. It's now in Florida. I think that'll be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wasaga Beach, ladies and gentlemen, we were there on the weekend. Uh, you can see, yes, we do play paintball. No, not not, us not very ball. well, but <laughs> what we play. This was us before we went on the field while we whoa, while we were uh, still sort of happy and hydrated. There's uh, Gavin and I coming on the field there. Gavin's getting his mags all loaded up. And there we go, Joe, Gavin, and I with our arsenal. What did you play with, Joe? I uh, played with my defender, and I was using go. like... People were coming up to me and asking me, whoa, what's up? That's a defender. Those are crazy. It's like people hadn't seen it. And it goes back to, then I ran into a couple of people on the field. I ran into Did Dwayne. You say sorry? No, I ran into Dwayne and he Excuse said, me. oh, you're using a defender. And I said, yeah. And he goes, we started talking how poorly it was marketed and it should have taken off better than it did because it's really, it's it didn't get the love it deserved to, you know, to be, you know, used like more people should have used it and embraced it because it's a fantastic shooter there was a lot of how can i say this there was a lot of new but also on the other end some retro stuff i saw old empire jerseys i haven't seen in years i saw invert jerseys i saw old guns i haven't seen in years and it's it's awesome you can tell that people have been off of paintball for a couple years and then coming back because they have their original stuff it was a smorgasbord of, of 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 just people watching for their equipment. It was awesome. We stopped one guy who had a BT Delta, I think it was, <laughs> and the guy was so proud. He's like, "Really? You want to see my gun? Absolutely. We haven't seen stuff like that in a while." So it was it was good to see stuff like that. Um, this is what I ended up playing with. I took I posted this on our social media. This is the uh, Planet Clips M170R. I will admit this is not my gun. I borrowed this from Mr. Bab Spicer. But uh, this is my next gun one of these days when I get off my butt and get one. Um, and it's in studio with us today. Um, we have Gavin Sharma. 
This was uh, after a couple of hours of play. That's right. Uh, <laughs> the heat is starting to kick in. You can see that grumpy face. And uh, oh, yeah. uh, zoom in. Is that the, is that my olive break? Nope. Nope. It's not. No. No. That's when he, he was so crazy. He was putting olives in his in his uh, ten round tubes. <laughs> and uh, this is Joe because uh, we we're walking uphill both ways. If you weren't playing uphill, you were walking uphill. Airing out the pits. Look how, <laughs> look how red my head is. Holy smokes. Yeah, that was uh, it's quite a day. It was hot, and it was whatever. It was good. It was a great day. Uh, was had to put on a good event. Lots of, it was nice to see if, if we said hi to you or if you said hi to us. Uh, it was nice to see all you guys. And I know there's people there, too, that I missed that I didn't see that I heard was there. Uh, but uh, it was just a busy day. Um, another reason why... I think JT is going to see the end of its day. More limited edition goggle straps being released. Those are goggle straps? This one called yeah. The Brain. Oh, come on. This one called uh, Handle With Care. This one called Value. Oh, now that's an old school retro type print. I like that. That's the original JT logo. Yeah. The JT Racing USA one. That's Value pretty good. Strap. Come on. Or the JT crime scene. That's not bad. That one's Okay, cool. but... <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm so There's tired. There's no pleasing you, Tom. No, I'm so tired of all this new stuff coming out. Like it's like, think of it if you were the guy who collected, uh, you know, baseball cards, and all of a sudden another company comes out with baseball cards and flooding the market. And then another company comes out with baseball cards. At what point do you just stop collecting them? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad analogy. But when they I, come up with a baseball, <laughs> when they come up with a baseball card called brains, that's when you stop. Uh, yeah, I would say. They come up with cards every year. Yes. And well, they have multiple different players every yes. year. It's but if like you've watched this show every week for the last six weeks, I've showed you something limited edition from JT that's come out. Oh, gotcha. I, I, I love JT. I just, I'm, I'm, I want it to stop so that I can hold on to the product that I love and not have it oversaturated. It's like, here's a, here's a, here's a terrible example. Edwin Jeans. I used to really like Edwin Jeans. Oh, dear Jeans. God. No. <laughs> 1988 called. Okay. Mossimo. Think, I can think of <laughs> any... No, okay. no, no, but hear me out. Oh, boy. I can think of a dozen clothing brands that were sort of trendy at one point, and then Target picked them up. Right? They it's went totally mass market, and they were done. Um, just trying to think of a product that happened lately that that uh, that that that's like that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll one up you. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Walmart back in the day when they had Champion and nobody wanted to touch it? Now yeah. everyone wears Champion. <laughs> but Champion right. was only sold in specific stores up to a couple years ago, and now you can get them everywhere. Yeah, that's a great, perfect example because now they're now they're everywhere. And and you know what? You can say, yeah, okay, Dan, and they're exclusive to the UK and in Europe. Okay, but again. How many limited edition things do we really need? Devon Dussores, Bugle Boy jeans is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. done, sir. Hey, does anybody watching know how to work a Microsoft Surface? My, I have the screen, I have the thing, but my keyboard is not allowing me to type. And you're sure it's connected. It's connected. Like it's what's sit, sitting in a little thing. I, I, Last I, I, week it was fine, and now this week it's not. You give it a little, little blow Yeah, out. I've done. Okay. I've tried blowing it and done some stuff. Does anyone have any ideas? Anyway. Um, we can first ask if there's any viewers from India watching right now. Is there? <laughs> All right. We uh, we made an unfortunate thing. Uh, Sean in the live chat says, you guys after last weekend got me to decide to go back uh, into the game after six years of y'all's videos. I'm sorry, Sean. 
<laughs> we cannot be held accountable. Yeah, please. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't I, here I, last week, so that's good. It's <laughs> all, all on Todd and Joe. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Smith says, instead of ma- making more limited stuff, why not making a strap headband uh, and not charging 25 bucks for a $2 strap? Yeah, good point. Uh, Prince's butt out jeans, says Stephen Mayer. <laughs> that's great. Uh, Calista says, PM me. My husband does IT for Microsoft Surface. Oh. Well, can't you just ask him? I can't type. Please type. I can't type. Actually, while the show's going on, he's going to do some Navy foot signals <laughs> to communicate I with was you. able to communicate with Gavin. Guys were shooting at me and laying down, but I had my feet up and I was communicating with him. Why you took your socks and shoes off, I have no idea, but it, it did help with communication. There was no interference. Very clear lines of communication. John Jones says, try pressing the any key. Yes. What's the any key? Uh, <laughs> well played, John Jones. Uh, Patrick LaRocca Fine. says, Champion was a footlocker and finish line brand uh, from the 1990s to the 2000s. Yeah, and they were also at like um, like low-end yeah. stores as well. Um Oh, what's the name of that stupid backpack everybody has now? That Jansport? Jansport was the crappiest brand of... If you had a Jansport, you'd rip You're... the label off and you'd be teased. You'd be beaten up. Yeah, now people are sporting Jansports thinking they're the they're the greatest. Um, All right, can we move on yeah. to something paintball-related? This am. is after-show crap. So I got something in the mail today. I want to say thank you to Leds. Finally, uh, uh, this was sitting at uh, Badlands for the last little while. They, they had the gun stand that you sent, and... Uh, yeah, Jack Woods and Leds were nice enough to both sign it. So and, that's why he hasn't uh, sent us anything else, because he thought you were so unappreciative. <laughs> <laughs> you get this wonderful stand, well, you don't say, you don't say thank yeah, you I'm or anything. I'm not giving anything. the boys any sort of mag-fed gun. <laughs> they don't appreciate Led, what... The- hey, Leds, if you're listening or watching, I took um, I put my Defender down for a game, because, you know, it was getting heavy, but I took out my um, I took out my grip frame in flat dark earth, and I made, a, I made two guys surrender. So just, you know... Letting you know, I did play with my Planet Eclipse, just my grip frame in Flat Dark Earth, and I went out and played, and two guys were able to surrender. Why don't you send them a thank you email right now? I, uh-huh. <laughs> Why don't you just kick me while I'm down? As you can see, we have the gun stand right behind uh, Gavin there, between Gavin and Joe, and uh, I've got uh, an M170R in there for a little homage Rob, there. Robbie Smith, real quick question for, for the group. What's a good mech gun right out of the box that's competitive and reliable? The M170R is the EMG 100, and and if you want a slightly lower end but completely modifiable, is the EMEC. Any one of those Planet yeah. Eclipse three shooters are and they're out new, of the box, reliable. Too, yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't go wrong. The one in studio I played with on the weekend, I posted on 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 all my social medias. It is literally an unfair advantage. I felt like I was shooting better than anyone else, and anyone that I let borrow the gun out on the field thought it was the bee's knees as well. So if you can't afford the M170R, the Etha, um, and any of the EMEC guns coming up. Robbie, just take a look at the Planet Eclipse uh, website, and you can peruse any of their shooters there. Uh, you will not be disappointed yeah. in any market that they have. Speaking of not just being disappointed, um, I also had this given to us. This was in the package as well. Uh, it was a bunch of limited uh, stickers and a bunch of other stuff. Um, uh, Uh-oh. 
But look at this. Who's? Remember Who's? when Leds <laughs> said, look at that. I still have a whole bunch of the... Ma uh, the, the oh, uh, I can get my... The micro line. So VF Tactical right I, I know Zuby's not here tonight. Can he I have is, a flip? Uh, he's on holidays. But uh, Zuby, I'm cutting three three inches no, off, and I'm going to put it by your spot. Don't cut it. I want you to wear that around your neck like a necklace. Just flaunt it. I pity <laughs> the fool that comes up to me at the field. And yeah, that's awesome. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, the, is there a Planet Eclipse sticker that I could put on my computer right now? Um, there is. Is there something that I would like? Not speedball? <laughs> well, why would it be? I don't know. I'll put it on my... Here's a, here's a military thing. Oh, look on. at that. I'll put that on right now. Yeah. So thank you again, uh, Leds, for, for that. I, I appreciate that. And I know Gavin's not th saying thank you. He doesn't care. But, and uh, my keyboard works. So <laughs> you know how well, angry I am right now. <laughs> you guys awesome. are really, you know... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brent says step one is to turn it off and on again. Did that. I actually did a reboot. But maybe I'll, I will turn it off and on because I can't take much more of this. What's the next one? So here is something that we talked about last week, Gavin. You weren't here, but we were talking about uh, the Policia si. Nacional de Colombia. Yeah, baby. Look at that. The Plymouth Sundance. <laughs> look at that. This is That's the photo amazing. When Wolf uh, used to play back at Flyers. Remember, we were talking about this. But we took, we took your parents' old car. And stickered it up with, look at the police logo I did. I spent a lot. This was before I had children. Yeah. This is when I had, like, <laughs> Todd time. But what's even more impressive is I have to, I just have to do a little zoom here. Yeah, look buddy. Look at that spring chicken. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the hair when I wasn't losing it. Yeah. John Jones, I said spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a ditch chicken. Now I can't go over to Europe because I'll be in a ditch. John Jones holding me with broken okay. leg. Tell Callista I'm turning my computer off. Uh, so John Jones says, unplug your surface and detach the cover. Make sure there is no debris, damage, or anything that would inhibit the connection. Then reattach the cover, making sure that the magnets touch the bottom edge of your surface. Then while the hardware driver updates, that will be avail are available depending on when you restart. So that's from John Jones. Is, that's, he, in, that's, is he in India? John Jones, yes. Okay. He's closer to the call centers than we are. Gotcha. Right <laughs> that's nice. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, step two is after you turn it on and off, run the updates. Okay. All right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen? Let's uh, check this out. Joe did a live from the vault segment on field at Wasaga Beach this weekend. When we come back, we have a question for mail time. We have the topic we have to get to. Maybe some prices right. Maybe some custom corner. Maybe some actually good show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Joe from Flagler's Paintball. Each week we go back in time and do a segment called From the Vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool, and something you may not have seen today. Today is no different. Today we're at Wasaga Beach's big game here, and I've met Bruno. I was running through the forest in search of shooting out bad guys, pew pew, and I stumbled upon Bruno who is wearing a JT Crossfire mask. What's the likelihood of seeing something this vintage at a paintball game? Amazing. Kudos to Bruno from Toronto. Bruno, say pew pew. Pew pew. Guys, see you next time on Behind the Bunker. So I was um, advancing to the front of the the front of the um, battle, the front, and as I was running, I looked back, and there was a guy behind a tree, and he was wearing a Crossfire, and I'm thinking. I, although there's a Todd has a vault ready to go, this is a pretty good one, and it's a it's paint it's very 
paintball and I'm not in my garage or I'm not at the field and I you know paintballs were whizzing over top of us at the time and it was pretty good but you know here's a guy that we saw a lot of old equipment which is in my mind good because that means people have equipment and they said you know we should go play paintball so it's pretty it's pretty fantastic it's like I work at a ski hill in the winter um, and you know it's neat as much as sometimes you want to make fun of people for showing up with this old gear it's fantastic that they're out and they're they're doing a sport that they like again and it's great to see people you know playing paintball it's like todd said we saw all kinds of bt combats yeah. uh, bt omegas like really old vintage stuff guys with no mags. sevens no mags no nope. but like just old not rental guys, but guys that had come out and wanted to play a big game. And the amount of rental guys was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to see that. And I heard the story that there was a stag group that showed up without a booking and didn't know it was a big game, but they were like, damn right, we'll still play. For sure. And I thought that was awesome. But now, we did talk about uh, at the field when we were playing, Joe. Um, you can get Crossfire JT lenses. Yeah, you still. can still get the can Elite you, lens. Can you get the goggle system? Like the, the frames. I think you can get the frame because it's what they use for airsoft. Okay. But I don't know if they still sell it or not. I hope that guy was just squinting the whole game. That would be <laughs> safety squint? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have lots to get to on the show tonight. But before we do any of that, I want to tell you guys about Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story? And now is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or laning the snake. Make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures, in the picture, or want to be out of the picture. Pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Air Ups, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew, nothing can beat Air Ups. Air Ups, thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color and print options are available, so don't get don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups at AirUps.com. Rome was not built in a day, but you can sure look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use this promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. Exalt. Often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and available worldwide. Inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers. With the TM40, the evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel, leave the riding to us. Wow, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride509.com. Oh, I don't know where my new reads are. I got nothing. (laughs) Sorry, bud. Sorry, bud, or wait, maybe this is it. Patrick Loger says, good show. This is blasphemy. <laughs> well, if I had a key- working keyboard, then I would be good to go, but I don't, and I can't find my drive on my phone, so I'll just keep trying. You have a question, Gavin. Did you pre-read it? I didn't pre-read it, but I can do it cold. Okay, well, let's do it cold. Let's see what it has to say. All right, so this is mail time. Mail time, mail time! Mail is here! All right, uh, this question comes to us from Jim. Uh, he says, hi, gang. Not a good one. 
uh, or hi gang, got a good one for you. Is there any way to see if paint has been exposed to excess humidity? I know when they swell, and he's got things in brackets. Uh, that's a sign. But what? What about a meter or test strip or some type of insert inside the bag of 500 or case of 2000 that the paint was sold in? Sad to see people paying money for paint, uh, plus all being sold in some old cases sitting around that hasn't been sorted properly. That's actually a really good question. Could you imagine if your case of paint had a humidity indicator? But the thing is, the bags of 500 are in a vacuum, not a vacuum, but a sealed container. Can you change humidity? Yes, you can inside a vac, like a like a, a sealed container. You can, right? Humidity, no. Why couldn't you? No I'm, moisture. No, no other additional moisture can get into the bag. So the I guess te- I was so just the temperature, thinking, like, temperature variations, like, but not humidity. Like the the moisture yeah. wouldn't. Impact I guess on I was thinking it. like if you put a if you put warm leftovers in a container and you put them in the fridge too quickly before it cools down, you're left with humidity inside the package. That's condensation. That's condensation, yep. not humidity. So as long as you Essentially leave the your, same thing, it's water. But. Yeah, so as long as you leave it unopened, you should be okay. On the defense of the manufacturers of paintballs right now, and normally I, I'm not, but they're going through paint as fast as they can possibly make them right now. Every field seems to be doing fairly decently as far as paint. Machines are working all like all the time. I haven't sold any paint this year. I, I, I don't know how you'd get bad paint right now if you were a customer buying from a field. Not for this season, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. But a great question. Whether it's you know Absolutely. previous years or in in the future, yeah. uh, is there a way that you guys can think of uh, that there's a way to tell the freshness or uh, has your has the paint been impacted? You get, should be able to feel it. It, the paint will get if it's been exposed. I think it'll get softer. Yeah, if it's been sitting in a in a warehouse, unclimate controlled, and it, it's hot, you're right. It'd probably get a little mushy, and certainly misshapen. Uh, too cold. I mean, it would have to freeze. I think paint would last longer if it was kept cool, not frozen, but cool, than if it was kept warm. So I had paint in a, a pod when I was going through my, my gear to get it ready for this weekend's game. Yeah. That had to have been at least a couple of years old. Uh, and it was still, I would say, fresh. That I I would shoot. Mm. It was still hard. Uh, and that hadn't been rotated. It hadn't been stored uh, oh. any differently than, you know, sort of an air-conditioned environment. Uh, but. Well, I had a Ziploc bag that was in my gear bag. I haven't used my gear bag in years because I just don't like taking it places. I, it's, anyways, it's too big. And so it was in my gear bag, and that gear bag's been in a storage sea can. So it's been frozen. It's been heated. Like those he, 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 sea cans are like an oven. And the paint looked still roundish, but the colors were faded. Like the yellow was oh, okay. washed out. The gray was kind of... So I, I, I wonder if, if the shell if the shell changes. Um, yeah. Mike Thompson says the dew point in what temperature the air can no longer hold water. Uh, desiccant in the box would be so a some, good plus. Some paint does have that. Yeah. Uh, but again, again, I don't know why, whether that is, you know, when they were manufacturing it, it's not, um, it's not a controlled uh, environment. So there might be humidity. So they 
they add that in it. And plus the packing yeah. oil that they, they oftentimes put in it too. Yeah. That would likely be absorbed. But uh, yeah, it's a good question in terms of there's no freshness test. Uh, I see in the YouTube uh, world as well. I mean, the yeah, the YouTube world, uh, Archdog is saying put a manufacturing date on the bag. And you can. You can do that both on the bag and the box as well. But that doesn't guarantee how it has been stored and, yeah. and all that. Archdog73 in the YouTube chat is having the same problem as Joe is with his keyboard. He says, <laughs> pit a manufacturing date on the bag. Hit it, baby. Yeah, but I think if you put a manufacturer's uh, code on the box, I think you'd be honestly surprised. Um, I know a local tournament series that that's in our area. The paint for that event is made within the month for sure of when that event is happening. So I think you'd be surprised of how fast your field paint goes as well. Um, Plus, don't you want you don't want fresh out of, out of the factory paint either, right? You want to be able to, uh, to settle and sit for a bit, do you not? I don't know. I used to think that paint needed to kind of have a little like bit of shelf curing, time. Yeah. yeah, curing time. But I think they're, they've they been working on that. I, I don't know. Uh, that's, I don't know. Um, I was going to say something else. I wish that the paintball manufacturers would use uh, the, the 500 bags, much like I buy my shredded cheese. So it's in a sealed bag. When you rip it, you still have a Ziploc seal to it. So for those of you that buy, you know, yeah, Matt's going. He likes the texture of my cheese. Yes, it would. That's how he pulls it out of the. That's how he pulls it out of the bag. <laughs> yes, it would be expensive. I get that, but wouldn't I'm just saying, like, I'm not one paying for it. I'm just coming up with the idea. But wouldn't that be kind of neat for those of you that you know go out and play on a Sunday afternoon and you've got leftover paint, you're going to bring it the following time. Be nice to be able to just zip it shut and. Zip or you, the you, old you know, bags you... that had courtesy uh, had the twist ties. Yeah, twist ties those on. are great. The old the old. PM, RP shear bags that had twist ties on. Uh, but on the, the sealed bags obviously lock in the freshness as well. You're right. Uh, but Todd, to, to answer your question, a great solution to that is buy your own Ziploc, you cheap bastard. Yep. Yeah. I just, I'm thinking about it because Gavin and I were playing on the weekend and he had cheese at the field. I did. It didn't last long, but he did have <laughs> cheese at the field. I thought it was Velveeta cheese but he assured me it was it not. was a <laughs> mini charcuterie board yeah look at elliot darno says use a ziploc well, i don't have darno money <laughs> okay i, I can't ziploc i have to buy dollar stores i don't have mine don't even make the zipping noise it kind of sighs it's, when i try to bel- close it velcro lock yeah it's like uh, all right <laughs> nothing but, zippy about it but the rp shear bags they used to have a twist tie and they had handles cut in them like they had the hole for the handles if you use it as a take-home bag. Those were great. At least people were reusing them. Now, Joe, you'll have to refresh my memory because it was... Those were the days when um, RP Share was making 2,500 cases. God, I don't know. What, were, what was... The... Two, two 1250s. Was it? Okay. Two, two, two big, bags. Okay. Two big bags inside. It was crazy. Yeah. Then they... And the box was like a sort of a more of a rectangle box. Then they re resized them and came up with the flat box and it had four dividers in it and then they were at the current one now we have um jason mullen says i thought it was nice to get a plastic ammo can when you bought cheap inferno paint back in the day i i i think that's that's really neat and cool but as someone who is around like tournaments and big fields and stuff the one thing that bothers me is the amount of cardboard that we go through. Sure. You know what I mean? Like uh, the, the big game we had, before, you know, this past weekend, there was probably what, like four or 500 cases of paint easily that they went through easily. Well, those boxes were only used for 10 minutes. 
You know, yeah. by the time the customer picked it up, took it back to the car, opened it up, you know, maybe a couple people made it into a hat or a sunshade, you know, but everything else was right flattened and right into the garbage. I, I mean, we will never have a returnable case, you know, but it would be neat if somehow we could recycle that or... Cardboard is recyclable. Yes, but I guess. I mean, recyclable meaning like more than one time use. I understand where you like going. a plastic tote where that you return and got your deposit. Look back. at you! You don't you don't have money for Ziplocs, but you want totes. I just want the deposits because <laughs> I would go and steal all your cases and I would get my ten cent deposits. Then I'd be able to buy some ramen. Oh, uh, six chariot photography says, "Hey guys, it was nice to see you guys at Wasaga Beach on Saturday. You as well." Um, Steve A. Barr says, "Hello everybody." Hello, Steve. He's been touring around a lot. Steve Bar, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? All right, so why don't we get into tonight's topic, which was last week's topic, which we still haven't finished yet. Uh, we were talking about what is the most controversial topic that you guys like talking about, and we talked only about a few last week because we kind of got into it. Uh, um, Bobby Dow says, what about people touching my balls? But I'm okay with it. That's not really controversial. Cocker versus Mag, says Drew Nelson. I think we already know which is going to win that one. Uh, Steve Tiffin says ramping. 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 What do you guys think? Pros, cons? Are you for or against ramping? We've been talking about this for like the last, well, you said 12 years, although we've been doing it for like 10 years. I'm not a fan Um, of ramping. I'm not a fan of ramping at all. I'm not either in the in on on the speedball field. It's one thing I do I do like it because no. I think it adds some intensity. I but think anywhere else, I uncapped think it's, semi. If you can wiggle your fingers, yeah, it uh, should be semi as I fast as you can yeah, pull, and that's, I think that's what everyone's equal. Nightmare PB asks: Do first strike rounds hurt more than standard paintballs? They sure do. And it's funny because some people will disagree with that. Uh, I knowingly on the weekend was shot by a first strike. Uh, it hurt. It didn't break on me, and I didn't really think anything of it at the time. And uh, when I was having a shower, I went to lather up and had a little soft spot. And, saw, you know, you could see the imprint. You can't see the fins, but you I darn well knew it was a first strike. You could hear it come at me. I don't know what the Dell, I think that's the measurement of pain is. Uh, but I, it can only hurt more because with a regular paintball... As it breaks, it disperses the energy over a larger surface area, right? Yeah. Uh, there's less frangibility. Um, there's less breakage that, with the first strike around. So you still have the, the plastic or whatever it is, uh, the fin, uh, that doesn't break. So that concentrates all the energy into one area without dispersing it. So, yeah. yes, the, the, paint, the, the, the paint tip, that disperses, that breaks. But the plastic part that continues to, yeah. as the projectile, it, it concentrates in one area. So it, it, it's, all, it's all localized to one area. Yeah. Uh, Eric Park says, where's Josh? None of your business, Eric. Actually, he's on holidays this week, so we'll hopefully get him back next week. George Hay says, ramping was made to make uh, make up for lack of skill. Uh, yeah. And Steve Abar says, you'll hear it first. Absolutely. That is, uh, that's one of the things that I do enjoy playing big games or uh, games uh, like MagFed games. When you can hear this, the whistling in the air of first strikes, um, that, that does that's yeah. extra excitement yeah. to the game. You know, so I, I was thinking about this the other day. So we were playing on Sunday, and you walk out onto the field from either coming on the field for the first time or, 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 or you know, you had 
been shot or got new paint and you're coming back on the field and you're you're walking to an active battle scene it's funny you can stand around you look at guys like ourselves that are in the studio uh terry that we were playing with we'd walk out until you could see the battle and you'd stand there and you'd see the guys that were experienced and they would assess the situation they wouldn't just go running into their first bunker and you'd watch and you'd say, okay, over there, there's a couple guys, they're crouching in a bunker and you can see the paint hitting it and they're having active fire. So you know how close they are. Then you look to your left and you see that they're shooting at people, but they're lobbing them and they're way a mile away, you know, and there's guys standing there. Like you could just kind of read where the urgency was and right. where the help was required. And then you see guys that come up behind you and they're running and they're diving into bunkers, but they're still 300 meters back from any action. And they're new, and don't get me wrong, like we're, we're, we are or we're all there, but it's just kind of funny. You know, you can really pick up the experienced players, and that goes for both sides of the field, too. Like, you'll see guys on the other side of the field, and they're standing there out in the open, and you're like, okay, and, and, you, and you know, you shoot, a, you shoot a paintball at him, and he kind of moves aside, but he knows well enough that he's not going to get hit. He's just kind yeah. of just yep. surmising what's happening, doing the same thing we are. Um, but I think that's what a lot of people don't do when they first go to the field is, to, is is do that assessment and go, where are we best needed? Where are we losing our side? You know, the general wanted this, but if we did this, it might help the cause. They just need to see the experience level. And because it was a big game, you had renters and you had guys that have been playing for 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, anyway, sorry yeah. to... Yeah. I know you don't want to go into a whole tangent about our, our weekend because I know that people played and there was... Um... Super game as well, right? Yeah. Uh, this weekend, uh, but what I really it was uh, it was good vibes. They passed the vibe check for me, um, so everyone was out there for a, a really great time. Uh, I thought both sides there was uh, the Yahoo factor was definitely a minimum. Uh, it was a lot of congratulations and uh, you know nice shot and a lot of sportsmanship. So I really appreciated uh, the show that was put on this weekend at Wasaga. Uh, so thanks Donna, um, Steve, and your entire staff. It was great. it was a great time, uh, and I hope that continues. Um, with all feels, you know, passing the vibe check, making sure people are there for a good time and people there for the right reasons. Um, not not being jackasses, not trying to hurt each other, but just enjoying the sport of paintball. And, Don, and Donna said, we talked to Donna for a while, and she said the numbers were up as well, which is, you know, a good sign. Last year, obviously, the numbers were down because of the, you know, the pandemic and sure. people, you know, not being sure about, you know, what was happening but she said the numbers are up and people and it was a nice day and people were just that didn't pre-register were showing up which you know it's always good when you have a, a big game or some kind of event on a day and it's a nice day people will get out of bed and go ah we should just go play it, and they do so it's, it's good. problematic for the organizer you want to know ahead of time but you know people showing up that's a good problem to have no. right just yeah. walking on that's a really good problem to have. Yeah. and and as much as the game was awesome and they put on a good game I was there to talk to people and just kind of play, and I wasn't the guy running the missions, unfortunately. We did ask our general every time we went on the yep. field, what does he want from us? And we went and did those missions. Um, so we were in the game, but it really, for us, it was more about just reconnecting with this, with the, the social aspect of people playing and, and being there, and uh, yes, also to throw paint and, and shoot people, but uh, all in all, I, I, I would say it was, uh, it was a good weekend. I was there so. for the charcuterie board. Yeah. Uh, Wolf Critchlow in the chat says it felt like the old days. It was a great event. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice to see you, Wolf. Next year, we got to play on the same team. It's nice to play a super game with you on the same team, but, you know, it's, 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 yeah, that was the thing. There's a couple of people that we 
had to play against. It would have been nice to be able to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going back to first strike rounds, Patrick LaRocca says first strike rounds carry a little more weight with a with a plastic tail. They maintain velocity over greater distance. And as Gavin said, the energy transfer is. Uh, uh, in a tighter localized area, so it's gonna it's gonna feel differently. So, and they make that distinct noise. Yes. Like again, like as a as an experienced player, you're kind of listening and watching, and w- when you can hear a first strike, sometimes not all the time, but you could hear that zing if it's close enough. And it's a good warning. Oh, maybe I'm a little bit too close. Exactly right. And like, the, the we were talking about old guns, but you know what I didn't see a lot out there was for uh, not first strike, but um, apex. Barrels or uh, flat lines. Oh, right. Yeah. I, 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 saw saw guy, I saw a guy with a ninety. I, I saw a guy with a ninety. A guy with a ninety-eight flat line, and then a bunch of those guys with all those BT deltas and delta elites. They were using the apex barrels. Yeah, I, I used an apex. But barrel. But remember when first, not first, but when uh, when apex barrels and flat lines were everywhere. Yes. Right. You. It really divided up the field because it's like. You had to be careful how far you went because, okay, they're not shooting us. It, their balls are dropping just before us. But then all of a sudden, you know, these other guys are winging them. Yeah. So anyways, um, Steve Abar says, if you haven't experienced a big event, you are missing out. Also, Super Game Oregon has really good tacos. <laughs> they sure did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wolf says he loves the intimidating sound of the first strike going by your head. Absolutely. Uh, I use an Apex on my Ego 11 all the time, says Jason Mullins. Huh. They were they were something that everybody was using for, for a time there. Um, all right. Let me have another look at... What else we have here? Uh, Dead Man's Walk. Should they be allowed at games? No way. Never. Uh, okay. Tournament play, absolutely. If you can get away with a dead men's walk, I think that's part of the game. I agree. You haven't stepped out of bounds, but I think yeah. a recreational paintball game or scenario game, absolutely not. That really pushes the yeah. sportsmanship, um, and uh, it just it, it creates challenges for other people who are, you know, yeah. want to play cleanly and safely. I think the dead man walk is very similar in speedball to if your team sends four players out and they go to the wrong side of the field and convince the other team to do the same. But you, that last guy who's waiting for the 10 seconds and he walks out and he goes to the right start box, then shoots everybody and continues to play. I've, okay, I get it. That's a good, you won the point, but it's a pretty crummy thing. Like if you're going to win, like I respect the teams that win straight up. Sure. You know, if you need that, okay. But I don't know. It's kind of like dead man's walk, you know, um, uh, John Jones has, uh, has one I highlighted here. He says, it's easier for a woods ball player to transition to sup air than a sup air player to transition to woods ball play. Do you think so? No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe because they drive on a different side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he said that to egg us on. I, I think it's the other way around. I think, I think a woods ball player going onto a speedball field, like it's, it's one thing to watch speedball from the outside, but when you get on that field and realize how blind you actually are um, and how much you rely on communication and your own wits about you to kind of mentally uh, picture who's on the other side of the field, I, I don't know. I'm not saying woods ball's easy. I, I am not. Um, a good woods ball group of people are, are, are hard to get past, but uh, you could definitely tell 
on the weekend who was a speedball player as well. Oh, for sure. You know, they were all up in your business um, and aggressive. They weren't lasting a long time, but they were all up in your business. And then the Woodsball guys were the ones that were coming all over the flanks. And Jesus. <laughs> up in your anyway. business, up in the flank, <laughs> coming in the flanks. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I'm glad they weren't coming in the back door. So, um, Jeff Thompson, I'll, we'll use this as, as the last one tonight. He says, and I'm not picking on first strike. It's just the way it's coming in here. First strike rounds does not belong on the same field as regular paintballs. I think they can on a big game. Absolutely. Mag, I, I think as long as people are aware of that, um, I think I just talked about last week too, right? Uh, if you're a consenting adult and you're aware of uh, that they're being used, I think it's fine. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Um, if it's a rental day or a rental group or a, a, a general walk-on, I, I would say, I would say no. Negative. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Roger Weaver said he tried speedball. It's not for him. He'll ref it if he needs to. By the way, I have to say something uh, to Roger Weaver, and I'm going to see if I can find an image here real quick. Uh, it's not there. Well, here's one. Do you see in this image here, I'm going to zoom into Joe, and then I'm going to zoom over. And do you see what's on my jersey right there? Team tag is the devil. Did you know that? There we go. Duct tape is the devil. Gavin's got one on his left I'm shoulder there. One team tag, yep. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you to... Oh, oh, two team tags. So in addition to having the armband, uh, I also had the team... Uh, um, whatever, the tag that goes on the back of your, your goggle strap, letting uh, everybody know, so don't please don't shoot me in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, team tags. Absolutely. Uh, how are we doing for time? We have a couple more minutes. So why don't we do... Let me see if I can bring... Uh, under or overbore says Mike Holstrom. I over and I, I actually had this dilemma because I had two two barrels this weekend and I and I did a barrel test. What would you say, Gavin? I think we had this conversation and Simon Stevens, who is pretty much the expert on that, said overbore um, because I would always direct bore. Like now, see, I I would disagree. I think Simon said underbore. Okay, we'll have to go back in the archives yeah. and look at that, or or bring him back on the show. But I thought I'm he said bored. overbore. Well, here's 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 why I say that because I had one that it 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 went through okay, and then I had one that I had a couple that were really hard to get through to blow through. Um, and I remember Simon going, "No, I always underbore." He goes, "I never break a ball, and if for some reason I do, it'll squeegee itself clear anyways." And you're going to get more efficiency, better accuracy, and then other efficiencies or whatever he had said. So I do you, you I remember de- it differently I than I do. So we're going to definitely have to. You know what? I'll, have to, I'll send Simon a message. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I will. I will get an answer to that. Perfect. So I went up a size and uh, nary a break I had this weekend. So I don't think I had I a break. I didn't have a break either. I thought the paint shot well. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look round, but none of the paintballs I've seen this year are looking like out of the box they don't look great but they shoot straight and i don't understand how that could possibly be i had no breaks in my mags or my barrels i was pretty happy yeah yeah absolutely um mckenzie asks or says people play paintball because because they want to play war nope nope I want to play hide and seek. Uh, I like tag. 
all of those things that I enjoyed as a kid. That has I nothing. Agree. It has nothing to do with uh, me wanting to play military or. It's or, funny. We all dress up like military. Why and is we that? All, we all kind of do it, but it all, at the end of the day, like, I don't think of things that I'm killing people. No. I play. Like, I think of it as a game. Like, I've eliminated that guy, and now I get to strategically move over here. It's almost like a game of chess, if you will. Absolutely. But with moving projectiles, like I, I get where he says that, but. It's like a, you're so a pong in your own 3D video game hmm. and you control why do your I wear destiny. Why do I wear camouflage? Because it's easier to hide that way. But well. then it's but the camouflage and, and apparel, military apparel is designed to be mobile, mm -hmm. designed to crawl around in, designed to be functional. It's pretty utilitarian. It does not a, a lot of bells and whistles in most of it like in your basic <laughs> camouflage it's not like the you know the cry stuff that's got the knees and stuff but that's you know that's pretty high-end stuff though the cry stuff yeah but it's it's designed to crawl around be functional uh, allow you to hide and conceal clean up easy dry easy if you sweat in it or it's raining it's it's yeah. pretty functional what are you going to wear a pair of skinny jeans out with your I do. Air Jordans <laughs> and, a, win, right? and a mock turtleneck? Yeah. Come on. I feel bad because I was wearing tournament pants. I wasn't alone because a lot of people still no, no. do. People, but the whatever pocket, you have. Yeah. The pocket for my squeegee is, is why I wear it. Like any of my camel pants that I have, I legitimately, and I don't wear a tactical vest and I know that's where you guys put your squeegees, but I don't, I don't have a pair of pants where the pockets actually properly and there's a little extra padding on the pants too so it's a little bit nice when you're going through like you know like rough brush and trees and stuff like that like there was a lot of young saplings and some pricker bushes whatever you call them pricker bushes pricker bushes pricker bushes uh, it's just kind of just kind of nice that way um bonchick says i always overbore in the humidity makes sense jason mullen says overbore um and Steve Abar says, I just went up a size in 30 days. You can too. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, Patrick LaRocha is on your side. He says, uh, yes, underbore. Uh, otherwise, there's no point in sizing. Yeah. He's team tuck. Yeah. I'll, I'll send Simon a, a message. Is your keyboard working yet? No. Okay. I can't send anybody a message. No. Send a um, smoke signal. Steve Abar thinks I wear yoga pants on the field. I, I do, but under my tournament pants. I just like how they kind of give me that it's lift like and separation. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Who? What was? Was it? Was it? What bra company used to say that? Lift what? and separate. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, well, Joe would know. This is this is back in the Joe no. It's like, As which, you look at his chest, which bra company? It's <laughs> the one was I was able branded. to get off with one hand. <laughs> This is back in the 70s and 80s. It was like they used to have the commercial on TV where it, where they had the crisscross design and it, it was, lifts and separates. It was, I can't was remember it, who. Was it Wonder Bra? That's it. Thank you, Wonder Bra. <laughs> Not dicey or nothing because that undid in the front with one hand. Just <laughs> like when you're watching Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemount High. I figured you'd know that, Todd, with the amount of time you spent with the series catalog in the washroom. It was consumers <laughs> distributing, actually. Uh, Phoenix... Phoenix says, uh, what about BTB leggings? You can Ooh, get a pair. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, Devon says, cross your heart. That's exactly what it was. Thank Dear you. God. And Wolf gets it. Wonder How come I didn't just wait for Wolf's response? <laughs> Lisa Weaver, cross your heart, bra. Nice. See what you learned today on Behind the <laughs> All paintball related, right? Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to leave these because some really good ones. I, I still have five or six pages of things you guys uh, had brought up that I thought was really good. Uh, Dan and Hardy, you're wrong. It's not the bro. It's the man's ear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crisscross, cross your heart, bra. Boy. This, is All still, right. this is still a paintball show, right? It was. Okay. It was until we brutally went off topic. Uh, the crisscross bra was the one you wore backwards. Ugh. Nothing. Jump. Jump. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been watching us this to this point on we're Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. We promise the after show is going to be much better. I, I, I do honestly promise that. Um, if you guys are watching us on Facebook, we haven't asked once during the show tonight but please hit that like and share on your way out and uh, facebook has changed all of its algorithms lately so i don't know what the hell you need to do whether you need to like share uh, i don't know we so, need to broadcast on the metaverse yeah i think we're gonna yeah so we're still designing our uh, avatars right now uh gavin's bickering over the the tone of his skin he's got zuckerberg, three different swatches. Nah, zuckerberg doesn't have the right pigmentation for me <laughs> jerk yeah um Steven Barr wants the after show to talk about Victoria's Secrets Edition. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I still want to know if anyone out there, I know someone has bought them because I've seen the sale go, but I want to purchase know, them. I want to see a behind the bunker legging. Yep. And Wait, Roger purchased them. Yeah. Roger and George, I love you guys, but I'm not asking you. You're out. I don't. I, you're yeah, out. You're out. I would like to see anyone else buy a pair of behind the bunker leggings and uh i'm curious so uh, and uh ryan mcgee you are right i do underbore my btb leggings <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm wearing nothing at all all right ladies and gentlemen thanks for watching stay tuned if you want to uh over on youtube and if you're watching or sorry if you're listening to us on podcast form don't go anywhere we'll be right back don't be a freeloader if you liked what you hear make sure to hit the share button below also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. Software guy. Yeah, we'll message him after the show on your phone and maybe, I don't know. I don't know. We're but you've cleaned you. it. You've cleaned all your ports and you yeah, maybe power. take a little alcohol and, uh, and Q-tips and... All right, welcome yeah. back. Yeah, thanks, guys. That was a good show. I can't. I, 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 I swear. Like, look, I have seven more sheets, six more sheets of these of these things, and look at all the highlighted ones. So whatever, we'll see. We'll get to a lot of controversial topics. Uh, thanks again to um, our good friends at Planet Eclipse for the gun stand. That was awesome, and as well as the micro line, which is going to be divided up amongst us over the next couple of weeks as we all repair our three ways. <laughs> <laughs> on our auto cockers um yeah anything new with you guys i have to be honest with you i told you guys before i am uh pretty sore my thigh muscles are sore from going up and down all of those uh all of those hills this I, weekend surprisingly uh i i, I wasn't um I did forget my knee pad, so my knees were a little tender. Um, there was a lot of stumps and rocks and stuff yes. like that that I found, but uh, surprisingly, I, I fared pretty well. And I also have to admit, I neglected to do something, and I meant to take some uh, smoke grenades out with me. Right. I had them packed right beside me, and I was in a bunker. I even took a video for, t for, for Instagram on it, and uh, I was stuck. I couldn't get out. We had to wait. Uh, there was only one way out, and we were just getting bombarded. 
we just had to wait for our flank to take over. But if I would have had a smoke grenade, I might have been able to get out of there and been able to help the cause. So there was but, a lot of smoke yeah. flying uh, this weekend. Um, so Enola Gay did not disappoint. It certainly provided the coverage that was required for some extraction, uh, some blending in as well, whatever your read is, Joe, uh, they, that, that was limited. It says cover, well, they, color, and contrast. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was uh, the, always great smoke. So, an old gay, thank you so much for your support of the show uh, and paintball. Um, it certainly helps and adds the authenticity of the game, and uh, it helps for concealment and movement. So, But you know what else? I will honestly say I really loved going on the field a couple times. We were in the middle of a forest area with no wind and you could tell that the red team had popped many different smokes and it was like this lingering thing yeah. and um, it, it, it smelt amazing like I love the smell of fireworks smoke grenades like any of that sort of stuff um, so it was pretty uh, it was pretty awesome it was like it was like being back in Nam, quite honestly good for you Todd yeah there you go um, Steve Abar wants to know what's what's our favorite nachos or fried rice Nachos, Nachos, of course. Nachos, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm enjoying, or I've enjoyed the nachos from the moose that have the uh, brisket on it. Forget the the chicken. Forget the uh, the the, uh, the beef. Get the brisket. It's fantastic. Todd likes the brisket. Hmm. Um, I like nachos. It just depends on when, you, who makes them, and where you get them from. Oh, Gavin. <laughs> Do you like them well done? No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not. Yeah. So I'm almost done. Better Call Saul. I think I'm on the last episode or the second last episode. I can't wait. I will hopefully finish that soon. So no spoilers. But uh, yeah, you got to finish it, Gavin. I think it's well worth. Really? Yeah. All right. Well worth. Um, I don't know what to go to next, to be honest with you. All my other shows are finished, like Severance is done and all my other stuff. So uh, the new, what's it? Uh, what's the dragon movie? Oh. Um, dragon movie? Th- th- uh, Lord, not Lord of the Rings. What Willow. Was, <clears throat> no, what was that stupid movie with the dragon and the... P- Puff? <laughs> how, how to tame your... Pete? What's the TV series? Game of Thrones. Okay. How you guys didn't get Game of Thrones out of that, I don't <laughs> know. I never, saw, I never watched Because you had so, a stroke and we were worried yeah, about I you. Think so. so I loved Game of Thrones, as as most people did, but they have the new prequel that's out. Um, I didn't see it, but apparently it's pretty, uh, the first episode's pretty off the wall. So I might give it a try. I don't like that era. Like, I'm not a dragon guy and all that mythic stuff, but like, how can you not watch Game of Thrones with all of that? Nudity and violence and There's no car chases. Come for the dragons, stay for the nudity. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, like, come for the nudity, stay for the dragons. <laughs> Ryan McGee says, "I swear, I think Todd's bleach has permanently <laughs> <laughs> permeated Todd's brain." That's not very good. Uh, Heard House of Dragons isn't as good. I don't know how it can be as good, but if it's anything decent, it might be good. First episode was good, said Jeff Thompson. Um. Uh, yeah, heard the wig work wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh well. Yeah, we were gonna go to the movie theater this weekend or this past weekend rather, and uh, there was nothing planned. There's nothing at the theaters right now. Isn't there like a new Jordan Peele movie out? That's uh, nope. Is that it? No. Something one word. I think uh, it's nope. Maybe. Hmm. hmm. Okay. 
So if anyone has any recommendations to watch or otherwise, post them up. I, I could use something, something, that's for sure. Um, all right, well, we're a little on the sluggish side after being away this weekend for a big game. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to wind it down. Unless you guys have anything else you want to get into before we go. Mm, no. Nope. Yeah, I promised a good after show, and that was honestly a lie. Yeah, you did I lie. I got nothing. You did lie. Now people are going <laughs> to not tune in next week because you're, you've turned the studio into a you studio of lies. You <laughs> um, Haven't watched any Cobra Kai yet. I'm kind of proud that I haven't. Um, what, Matt? You say I should? No, I have zero interest <laughs> in watching that. Yeah. Not a Machio fan? I've seen it waxed right. on, and I've seen it waxed off. I don't need to see that again. Uh, Reacher's also well done. We've seen that. I yeah. think everyone in the studio has seen that. That's a good. I uh, heard Nope is great. Okay. Okay. Looks weird. But, but... unless Steven says it's great, I don't... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go see Cobra Kai. I just remembered I didn't take my wet gear out of my paintball box. Ooh. Ooh. So I was so tired after... We played Saturday, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just left everything in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, pulled it out in the afternoon. I knew it was going to be pretty uh, pretty ripe. Um, so I spent Sunday just cleaning all the gear. But uh, I was just too I, tired. I, I washed all my cl- gear. Right I washed my camo. No, I washed it Sunday morning. And I yeah, yeah. hosed off my plate carrier. But I, I didn't wash my plate carrier or my camouflage since like 2020 oh wow well, yeah, yeah in my bag but it was, it, yeah. i always hang it up and yeah. i just it, and as i was washing my plate carrier my vest or whatever you want to call it you just seeing all the white residue coming yeah. off of yeah. it it was crazy i washed all my gear on sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and then uh, i just just could i could lay it all out to dry but i had and i because i borrowed the gun I meticulously cleaned it, but everything right, else right, I could right. care less about. Okay. Other than the fact that I had to clean my clothes, yeah. right? But the 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 elbow pads, knee pads, pants, all that stuff got cleaned right away. And I kind of do like the fact that they used white fill paint because then it wasn't staining, right. you know. But uh, yeah, whatever. And it's all going back until the next time. Hopefully, it'll be it'll hopefully it'll be soon. See, Patrick says he tried Cobra Kai, couldn't get into it. Yeah. Whatever, maybe I'll wear. Maybe I'll watch uh, Tiger. What's it? Tiger. Tiger King. Tiger. King. I don't think you can. We we discussed this. That's I think, a shame. I think <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> I think you know we, the world was captivated and bored because everybody's locked down. So it, it was just timely in terms of like that's the success of it. Yeah. I don't think it was a riveting story and like I, I yeah. it was just absolutely insane. It's like creating Anna was on during the pandemic, right? And that's why we watched it. And if if I were very to do it very now, similar, I think yeah, not a chance. Watch that Woodstock. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I think we've all Woodstock ninety nine is good. Yeah, I'm halfway through the last episode. I just oh, have okay. to finish it. Okay, but I, it's not like I don't know the ending. Right, but it's more. But yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. Next week, I promise we'll have Josh Zubizabrikis back with us. You, nobody can believe your promises, Todd. Yeah. But yeah, I'll let and you wrap. Be a I'll good let after you, show. I'll let you wrap up. All right. <laughs> Well, screw you, Gavin. Thanks for being on the show. It was okay to be here. I think I can continue to do your lies. Uh, I really enjoyed myself, Todd. Uh, but sincerely, folks, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for supporting the show and contributing in the chat. We appreciate it. Uh, and hopefully next week, uh, Todd uh, doesn't fill the studio with lies. And it Why becomes do a good you turn show. this podcast into a house <laughs> <Yes>. of lies? <laughs> thanks for joining us. And thanks for Joe for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight. And thanks for um, helping me troubleshoot my surface without my keyboard it's messed up but anyway we'll keep chugging a lot chugging along and if you guys were listening to this on a podcast and rewind go back to facebook and watch the show you can see all joe's great comments he typed in the chat over the course of the show (laughs) very witty 
Awesome. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next week.